daughters, sisters, and wives. They're gonna change our lives. Big women, big girls. They'll make a better world. Invest in her. Now here's your host, Catherine Gray. Welcome to the Invest in Her podcast series where you know every week we interview fascinating female funders and founders. And today we have on an extraordinary founder, Alicia Logano. She is the founder of Everybody Clothing, which targets uh, a specific niche of trans and non-binary people that need specific clothing. And we're going to talk about that. Welcome to the show, Alicia. Hi, how are you? Thank you for having me. Oh, you bet. We are excited. You know, you are uh, one of the seven finalists from the She Angels Pitch Fest. And we really have such a, a interesting and diverse group of women uh, that have been selected as finalists with your incredible products. And uh, you really bring to the table uh, an interesting product that uh, really, uh, you know, targets an underserved community. And I want to talk about that and, and why you decided to cre create this Everybody Wear uh, that is for that uh, part of the population that is um, not addressed uh, in, in all different kinds of products, but especially in clothing. And I want to talk about why that's important. So Alicia, tell me a little bit about how everybody got started, where you're at with it, and where you're going with it. Okay. Well, everybody got started. Well, I'm going to take it back a little bit. Um, my stepson, Aaron, came out to me and my husband about, gosh, it's been like four years now. Um, so Obviously, this is why we thought of this whole idea. My husband came up with it, actually. Uh, so it was just sort of on the, the process of getting to know him and what we need to do, what he needs help with, and clothing happened to come up. I was sitting outside one night with my husband, and we'd sit and, you know, he'd have whiskey and I'd have a glass of wine, and we'd talk about the day, and, you know. That's usually Aaron, how those things start. Yeah. <laughs> whiskey and wine. <laughs> Great motive, obviously. He, well, he was a huge topic at that time because he had just come out a couple weeks before. So we just started discussing, okay, let's, let's get him into counseling, you know, maybe some groups. Uh, what else can we do? Then my husband started talking about clothing. He's like, um, he's like, yeah, me and Aaron were discussing it. And, you know, we'd really like to open up a store for transgender teens. And I was like, I looked at him like, what are you talking about? He's like, well, yeah, because they don't have it. I was like, there's no way there's no clothing line for a transgender team. It just never even clicked in my head that that was even a possibility. So automatically to me, it was like a light bulb went off. I was like, why are we waiting? This is what we have to do. Let's jump on this. Let's do it right now. And, so, like, any, and, like, kinda, and like any parents, I can imagine, you know, the first thing a parent's going to do first, you know, they're probably shocked, you know, they've had a, a daughter that feels like uh, uh, they want to be a male. Mm -hmm. You're probably trying to digest that at first and understand, um, you know, that every parent just wants their kid to be happy, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, well, it was easy wonderful. to think. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. How wonderful that you embraced it and then went one step further like, well, how can we help them feel even better about themselves? 
um, in this world that is so harsh. Exactly. You know, and it seems like such a simple thing, but it really is bigger for the teens that are going through it. You know, like I automatically was thinking, what's the big deal? My husband, okay, now we just switch. I don't take my, you know, stepson shopping anymore. My husband takes some shopping and they go into the boys section and they put on some clothes. Poof, that's it. Not true at all. You go into the boys section, the button down shirts, he has to unbutton at the bottom because he's a full figure male. Um, the pants are too long. They're just, it's just not the proper fit. And it never really clicked in my head that, they're, they have these unique body types that they need to be catered to. There needs to be custom clothes to fit them. So and the same for uh, men that are born feeling like a woman. Uh, there's no clothing that addresses them being a little bit bigger and uh, longer legged or, or, or broader shouldered or whatever. And I think the average person doesn't think about this, but when it's your child and, and you're realizing, wow, there's not, uh, products out there that are catering to my child. Let's fix that. I mean, yes. I think that's an amazing epiphany. Yeah. And to, to us too, um, I don't understand why this is not mainstreamed. Now, obviously it's a deal for us to sort of make that happen. Like you said, I never would have thought of it before, which is kind of sad to me because you don't think about it unless you're in the situation or unless you know somebody or a family member, but that's all fine. That's all, you know, water under the bridge because this is what I, I think that gets rid of social. I think that gets rid of injustices, period. When somebody knows and likes someone different than themselves, rather mm -hmm. than LGBT, trans, uh, Jewish, black, uh, Mexican, when you have a friend that is something different than yourself, you begin to understand that we're all the same and that we should mm -hmm. love each other. And this is a really important discussion right now with everything that's happening in the world Absolutely. about justice for all people. Uh, we are all the same, and, uh, but it does sometimes get, take getting to know someone different than yourself. And you know that's a beautiful thing I think about the cities is you de definitely tend to meet people. But sometimes when you're in a rural area, you're just seeing people that look like yourself. And if we could just have more people get to know people that are different than them, you know, it, you know the 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 trans, the non-binary. I have a lot of friends in that arena, and I think uh, for me, I just think well, I don't get it. What's the big deal? Somebody's yeah, somebody's born a woman, but they feel inside in their mind and soul and body like a man. And, you know, what's the big deal if they're just being true to themselves, like live and let live, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. How are you? Who are you to tell somebody who they are inside? Right. How they feel inside or how they feel inside is wrong. No, no way. Does not. I mean, this I always thought that I was a super open person before this. I think that was like maybe that much. This is just, yeah. just exploded, you know? Yeah. I didn't know a lot about the trans community. It wasn't, you know, it's funny though, since we're sort of talking about this topic, I, I always knew that Aaron was, and I hate to use the word different, but you know what I mean. I always knew from when he was a child. And I remember telling my husband when he was seven, when he was his daughter at the time, um, yeah, I think that you're, your child might be gay. And he was like, what makes you think that? I was like, I just, I just, I don't know what it is. It was something, maybe it was a matter. I'm not really sure. I don't know. I just said, just let's just 
just expect to have this conversation someday. And he's like, okay, yeah, whatever, babe. Come to find out when Aaron was 14, he, when he initially came out to me, he came out to me as pansexual. And then a year after that, but I think that was this discovery time for him. It was sure. also the testing the waters out. to like, I'm gonna throw this out there. Let me sort of figure out if that's what I am or what I'm becoming kind of. And then a year after that is when we found out that he was actually trans. trans. You know, um, let's face it. Uh, a, a kid is born inside a body they don't feel they belong in. It does take some time for them to figure out the confusion, just like it does the parent when they're told. And so there is that discovery period, like you talked about, where they're trying to figure it out. And the best thing a parent can do is be supportive. And I just love that you guys went one step further, that you're even figuring out, well, what are the th obstacles they have? And one of them is not finding clothing that fits them. And, and trying to create a clothing line in everybody that is for trans and non-binary people. You know, I, I have had on my show uh, another designer of uh, non-binary product shoes, which is Nick Casey. And, um, you know, another real trailblazer in this arena. And, uh, you know, told me, you know, just to go into stores and think, oh, I, I would like the, the shoes in the men's section, but they don't make them in the women's sizes. And, you know, I've, I have felt that way myself. And so I thought, it what a interesting and wonderful uh, thing for someone to realize that, yeah, these things should be made unisex or, or you know, um, and I think you're seeing more and more unisex products. Um, uh, also, um, I know in London, there's a big department store uh, that has everything unisex. And so I think we're moving in that direction that it doesn't have to everything be male and female, but your product is you know, moving us in that direction with everybody. Like, you know, everybody deserves to have clothing that is tailored to them. It, 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 you, if you don't fit in one of those boxes, there needs to be something else. And that's, that's what's right. about your idea and your product. Now, people can't buy this product online yet. Yet. Right. There's a few bumps in the road, but I'm working through those right now. Right. And I know your goal is that you want to create the first retail shop for this. Yes. yes. In West Hollywood, because it's one of the biggest uh, gay communities in the country, like yes. 100,000 gay people. Uh, we can talk about there's 15 million gay people in the country, mm -hmm. um, which is about 4.6%. Of what percentage of those do you think fall in the trans and non-binary? Is there any statistics on that? There is, actually. I have it in my video. Um, and I love your video I think on your site, about, by the way. What's that? Uh, if, if people could visit your site, it's everybodyfitsin.com. And yes. you guys have a great video explaining why and how you have everybody wear. And I loved it. And it's told from the viewpoint of your son, Aaron, which is yeah. great. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I had to twist his arm to do that video. No, <laughs> no he was actually really cool. Um, yes, I do have statistics. They're not in my head right now, though. Right. Okay. I'm going to have to look through my paperwork to get them. But yes, I think it was about... Gay people. Um, and that's probably underestimating because some people don't... It was about 1.2 million across the country, I might. But this right. is, you know, and this is reported, obviously. Right. You know? So right. many are unreported. So many. Right. So it'd be about, uh, of the 15 million, maybe uh, 10%. Uh, yeah, that would be, that, that would be accurate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
And that's a significant number of people. I mean, you're talking over a million people. Now, it's, it, it, it's true it would make sense to put these stores in places like West Hollywood, Provincetown, you know, New York City, where the predominant gay populations live because that's where they're accepted. Uh, and where people around the country and around the world could travel to to shop at these stores. So the stores would be called Everybody. Yes. And you're looking for investors to get behind you on this project. I, I would think there would be a, a lot of people that would want to invest in a-, in a I, mean, I feel so strong about it. And everybody I talked to, everybody I talked to has really been really supportive. Um, and th they asked me the same question. How, how have you not met anybody that wants to completely invest in this yet? I was like, well, I, honestly, originally I was trying to do it, you know, through the crowdfunding, raise their own money. It's, it works and it doesn't work. It's good. And it's, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a bad. So I think at this point I've realized and understand I've learned so much over the last three years that somebody else is going to have to come in and really, you know, light a fire under. Right. Because so you design the clothing, you have the map, you know how you're going to go to market. You just need funding for it. We need funding. Yes. Right. We need funding. I'm in the middle of, here's where I'm at right now. Um, I did have some bumps in the road that I did originally start off with a partner. Um, I no longer have that partner. Uh, she was the designer. So when that happened, that happened within the year, actually less than a year ago. Um, I sort of had to go back to square one, find my new team again, find a designer. I got really lucky. I found an amazing designer. She's um, Atlanta based, but we've been working together uh, really well and you know, get the rest of my team together. So then I had to go back to square one with the clothing too. Like, okay, my new designer is gonna have to come up with the line that we want to start off with. So I was like, I need some money to do that. So we honestly, we wanna start off by selling a binder, which for some people they don't know, it's a safe chest compressing undergarment for trans people um, and TGNC people and non-binary people. I mean, it's really for everybody who wants to bind. So we're going to start by selling that, hopefully get us to the level of raising now, some money. Somebody listening it. might uh, say about the binder, which is something you're going to uh, be selling to raise money through uh, a crowdfunding uh, pretty soon. Uh, through which Crowdfunding, and I'm going to do it on the website, our website as well. On the website, which again is everybody fits in. So fits if in it's in. you or you have someone in your family you know, that um, has these challenges, you might want to become an investor. In fact, one of our She Angel investors uh, has a trans child. And uh, that's one of the reasons you're a finalist is they, they were very interested in what you're doing. And they think it's uh, a great concept with a low barrier to entry is what they told me. Um, and they just uh, think, you know, they want to know more about your go to market. Uh, that was the feedback I got from your pitch deck just to help you strengthen it. So the way you plan to go to market uh, is to create the retail store, but also sell this online? Absolutely. I mean, everything's selling online. I mean, uh, you, you have to have a strong online, pre online presence. You can buy some things online right now. You can, they have companies that are selling binders online right now, um, which is great. But I do feel like going into an actual physical store to try something on would be much more beneficial to these teens. 
Absolutely. You know, I think I could envision people coming from all around the world to come to West Hollywood to come to that store. People from London. I get messages from people from all around the world and all yeah, around the country. That, when are you selling? When are you selling? When are you open? I mean, I would like, you know, I want this in the Midwest someday. I want it to be mainstream. I don't see why it's not doesn't have a section in a Macy's right now, you know? Right. I mean, I could see it starting open. in the cities and then, you know, yes. growing to the rural areas, like you're saying. Um, but I think definitely the cities would be a great place to start. I could see people coming in from around the world to shop there. Um, let me ask you this. Um, how could people uh, invest in this besides contacting you through the website, of course? Um, but your crowdfunding, you're going to do that through which entity? We are going to do that through Kickstarter. So I will have a link to share. Uh -huh. uh, and probably by the time we air, uh, they can probably go on Kickstarter and uh, put in everybody clothing and, and find your Kickstarter and be a part of that. Yeah, that would be, I mean, that would be amazing. Um, we'll most likely have it up around in October. Yes. And everybodyfitsin.com is where they can also reach you, obviously. Yes, absolutely. Um, people might ask you, what are the binders and why do people want those? Uh, explain that a little bit, because this is new to a lot of people. A lot of people that bind, I mean, it's, it's usually trans men, but I've also met some non-binary people or gender non-conforming people. They just don't conform to normal, the gender norms. Um, you know, for my son, he's like I said, he's full figured. He uh, is at the beginning of his well, in the middle of his transition. He started his tea a couple of years ago. He hasn't has, had his top surgery yet. That's very important to him. He was very body dysphoric for a long time. Uh, we worked through that with counseling and getting him on tea. But for him, when he looks down, that's really hard on him. It's really hard on them. Right. It's body dysphoria. Feeling like you're a boy, but looking down and seeing you have breasts, and that's why they either want to do binding or they want to do or, surgery. I mean, they, they ultimately want surgery, but until you get right. to that point, they bind. So it's the safest way to bind is buying a binder. Because some kids will actually use ace bandages. That's not healthy. Oh, the binder is actually, like I said, a safe comp you know, compressing undergarment. And for people to understand, it's because someone... Uh, feels like they have a body that doesn't fit how they feel inside their head and their heart and their mind and their soul. And so they're trying to have their body match how they feel. Exactly. And I think that's hard for people to grasp, but you're born in a body that doesn't feel like you are. And so what's so hard to grasp about that? I mean, I don't understand what's so hard to grasp about it, but and I don't understand why it's so difficult for people to understand that, but uh, it's because it's know. not their own. It actually, it still breaks my heart because body dysphoria in our family is, was such a big deal for a long time. And body dysphoria is, I want people to understand is not just, Oh, I don't feel good in this body. It's suicidal thoughts. Right. Sometimes suicidal tendencies, cutting. I hate myself. Uh, there's a lot a lot that comes along. We, we experienced that for a couple of years and that was really hard. Yeah, um, we know we've seen more uh, leaders in that arena uh, come out and talk about it. Um, and I think people are starting to understand a little bit more, um, but it is something you don't want your child to have to hide. And mm -hmm. 
great that you want to create not just the products, but I know the reason that you want the walk-in stores, the actual physical stores, is um, often uh, people are uh, not treated well in a regular store. Uh, you know, it's uncomfortable for them. And so you're providing a safe environment for them that's warm and welcoming. And that's why uh, it's so important to create not only the product, with the safe facility for them to come shop at and feel and feel safe and 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 good um and so i think that's another reason that um you know people might say why don't you just sell it online but i, I get what you're saying how important the experience the is. store was i've had that that question so many times just do it online i was like you know i've come to like okay now i've decided okay i will start off online because i want to get the funding to create the store the store to me was always a non-negotiable. I was like, absolutely not. I'm not only doing that. You've got to understand how important it is. I don't think some people understand how, how difficult it is for trans people um, to get up in the morning, to be brave enough to get on their clothes, feel confident enough to have their breakfast and say, I'm going to go shopping today and then get to the store and they're dealing with, like you said, the looks or, oh, you can't go in that dressing room. It blows my mind still and it's really it takes a lot of courage why can't they just have a store where they could just walk into and not deal with any of that you can pick your dressing room i don't care whatever you're comfortable in there's women's clothes men's clothes or boys clothes girls clothes there's some gender neutral clothes here i, I want the mix i want the, our name is everybody i want it to be everybody so. you know i've seen your clothing um at some uh pop-up events uh and I could see that it would also be a good niche to sell this at like a pride events and LGBT centers and things like that. It, I think it would make sense also to give people accessibility, like you said, no matter where they're located in suburban rural America or the cities or wherever to have these products at the gay pride, I think would be great because, you know, just like anybody, sometimes you don't want to buy online. Sometimes you want to try it on and, you know, uh, get some opinions and, you know, just, check it out so well, i think plus a lot of times yeah the sizing is it could be different too so you're buying something online totally. all right doesn't fit i gotta send it back so this is like a month of trying to get this one item right That's now i know you guys month. have been featured on several uh shows um on uh i believe pbs i saw something and uh also my i would get outrageous i was just gonna say on my friend Pony yeah. Gale show Pony Gale. do you know her yeah. she's awesome she is yeah, awesome yeah, she's, she was, she was really great. Um, and for those, for those that don't know the um, outrageous show that Pony uh, uh, directs and produces uh, is about the gay community and it's uh, multi facets. That's what I love about it. And it's on Amazon Prime for people mm -hmm. to check that out. And I know there was an episode about everybody uh, clothing um, on that show. So I wanted to mention that for people. That Thanks, want Pony. <laughs> I'm saying thanks, Pony Gail. <laughs> yes, thanks, Pony. She's awesome, and the show is really uh, cutting edge. Um, so what's the future now? Uh, you have a new designer. You're getting the new designs out. You're going to be offering um, the binders to raise binders money. To start, yes. Start, but then what if somebody doesn't need that? They can just donate and... Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's. I wanted to offer some product you know we've been sort of 
talking about this and they've had an online presence for a few years now. And I'm like, I need to have some product out there. I need to offer some product. And this is an essential product. So I figured starting, go ahead, I'm sorry. So basically uh, people have two opportunities to, to support everybody wear. Yeah. And that is one, they can uh, go to your website and uh, look for your fundraising uh, and, and donate to it. Or they could contact you about being an investor and having a uh, ownership in the company, which is very exciting. And if this speaks to someone out there, uh, that's something that they might want to look into uh, because uh, it sounds like it, it could be a really great investment in something very cutting edge uh, where there's a demand and a need. And it sounds like you have everything in place. You got a great name, you got a great website, a great video that explains it. Uh, a designer creating the product and you just need somebody that uh, can help you take it over that goal line, right? Believe in us. Just believe in us. Yes. Yes, exactly. Awesome. Let's and get this out there to the world for the world to try on. Yes. And how is Aaron doing? He's, you know what? He just got his own apartment. It was a little, that was a little difficult. He's doing great. He has a job. He has an apartment. He, might want to be a tattoo artist. He's going through all these things right now. He's just, he's figuring out his life, but he is confident in who he is. He's becoming a man. And that's been really nice to see over the last four years, four or five years, just how much he's grown. He's just so responsible. <laughs> yeah. And I he's imagine come, he's happier. come a long way. You know, he, he was very challenged at the beginning of this and yeah. he's come through so strong on the other side. And I'm so proud of him. He's my favorite person. I love him. And I imagine he's happier. Very. Yes. A lot happier. Love it. I mean, don't we just all want our kids and friends uh, to be happy? I mean, isn't that what life is all about? So, you know, being true to yourself and allowing other people to be true to themselves. Alicia, thank you so much for what you're doing and for thank having you. us on. Um, I hope that our listeners uh, go to everybodyfitsin.com. What a great name. Uh, and checks out everybody where and sees how you can support this uh, unique and, and amazing uh, product. Thank you so much, Alicia, for what you're Thank doing. Thank you. Thank you so much. In the world. Remember to invest in her and make it a great week. Thanks for tuning in. See Thank you. you. Follow us on She Angels on social media. created and produced by Lindsay Tomasic.